legend. I'm Sam. I'm Amy. And we are a podcast about cryptids, urban legends, and the paranormal. Heck yeah. What's up? I want to play a game. Let's play a game. Okay. We're going to play 20 questions. Okay. So I'm going to think of something. You have 20 questions to ask me that are yes or no answers and you have to figure out what it is okay to make it easy i'm going to tell you this thing is living just I already so have a we guess. Can... no you can't have a guess okay well i already have questions to ask okay go ahead is it black black is in it i guess it's multicolored. Okay. Is it brown? Oh, wait. That was supposed to be yes or no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So is it tall? No. Is it short? Yeah. I guess if it's not tall. <laughs> it's Are short, we keeping right? track of how many questions that was? That was four, oh, yeah, right? Really? Yeah, four. Oh, okay. Um. Is it an animal? Yes. Is it long-haired? Yes. Is it a cat? No. Does its name start with C? No. Do you personally own this animal? No. So is it just a type of animal? Yeah. Ten more. Is it a mammal? Yes. Does it live in North America? No. It's multicolored. It's not a cat. (laughs) It's a mammal. Does it live on land? Yeah. (laughs) And it's short. Is it mm, a monkey? No. (laughs) Is it a mammal an anteater no (laughs) was that my 20 questions no you got five more oh i have five more do people know what it is usually yes (laughs) is it like two feet tall or less yes is it a koala no. I'm dumb. <laughs> you have two more questions. Um is it a weasel? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm stressing. Is, <laughs> is it a dog? No. Uh, 
asked if it was a dog. Did you? Yes. All right, you'll get one more question back. Okay, is it? Uh, well, how many different kinds of mammals? <laughs> There's a million different mammals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's multicolored. Mm-hmm. Short. Mm-hmm. It's not a cat or a dog. Lives on land. Is it a hedgehog? Super close. I well, damn it. I think I think they're close. As a porcupine. It was a porcupine. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that was hard. You try. You pick pick something. Keep it living though. So we yeah. you know don't have to go through all that. Okay. I got it. Okay. Is it an animal? Yes. Is it a mammal? No. Is it a reptile? No. Is it a fish? Kind of. Yeah. Does I think. it live in the water? It does. How many questions is that? Three. <laughs> well, animal, mammal, reptile, fish, water. That was five. Oh, five. Uh-huh. Okay. Does it live in salt water? Yes. Does it live in deep salt water? What if I don't know the answer? <laughs> I think it can. Okay, then we'll we'll take that one off. <laughs> okay. Does it have tentacles? It does. <laughs> is it an octopus? It is. <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> Damn it. So, hope you enjoyed that. We're covering a big one today. A big one. It is Mothman. <laughs> In my head, I heard you say, my man. <laughs> it's a my man, Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready? Not asking you. Don't bother. You never ask anymore, and I feel very offended. <laughs> it's It's because... I like the ones that people know, apparently. You <laughs> are obscure over there, and I am like, hey, you heard of this? Yes, you have. All right, fine. So, at 5 p.m. on December 15th, 1967, witnesses say they heard a large gunshot-like noise, and then the sound of a deck of cards folding, and then... The bridge started shaking violently. What was the deck of cards noise? Well, you're going to find it. Well, it's like the bridge shaking violently. Immediately after, the Silver Bridge, which connected Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and Galapolis, Ohio, collapsed into the Ohio River. 
The bridge was packed with the weight of rush hour traffic when a 50 foot, 55 foot long section of steel, two inches thick and 12 inches wide, suddenly fractured. Then the pin that held it in place fell loose, which caused the bridge to collapse. Are a lot of bridges made of pins? Because that seems unsafe. So, in all the sources I read, they really went into the detail of how bridges were made. (laughs) But to be completely honest, it did not interest me. So, I don't know. Okay. Just FYI. I don't know how bridges work. I know that there are different bridge designs. And this is one of them. There you go. It's not made of concrete. Mm, No, steel. Yeah. Later analysis of the bridge collapse revealed that the bridge had been carrying much heavier loads than it had originally been designed for, along with being poorly maintained. On that tragic day, 31 vehicles plummeted into the Ohio River, which sent 64 people into the 44-degree waters below. Yeah, very cold. Of the 64, 46 died. Two of the victims' bodies have never been found, and it is the deadliest bridge collapse in American history. If you're unfamiliar with the Mothman story, you may be wondering what a cryptid has to do with a deadly bridge collapse. Well, I'm gonna tell you because that's my job. <laughs> Your very unpaid job. <laughs> my very unpaid job that I do for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> so it all started on November 12th, 1966 in Clendenin, West Virginia, when Kenneth Duncan was digging a grave for his father-in-law, Homer Smith with four men in a cemetery when they all spotted something huge soaring over their heads. It was massive and moving rapidly from one, from one tree to another. They would later describe the figure as quote, a brown human being, which sounds super messed up. Yeah. I I don't think that they intended it to sound like that. I don't, but it is a quote. (laughs) This is the first reported sighting of what would later be known as Mothman. Three days after their initial report, two young couples in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette, noticed a white-winged creature about six or seven feet tall standing in front of their car near a former World War II military munition site on the outskirts of town. Roger and Steve told the local paper, the Point Pleasant Register, that the beast had bright red eyes about six inches apart, a wingspan of 10 feet, and the apparent urge to avoid the bright headlights of the car. Huh. Then why is he a mothman? Don't they usually just go straight (laughs) into the light? (laughs) I was thinking that, but also I was waiting for you to say, how did they know the wingspan was 10 feet? (laughs) well true that we all know how reliable witnesses are on measurements exactly um according to them the creature kept up with their car as they tried to get away from it and was even able to fly at incredible rates of speed 
they guessed up to 100 miles per hour. So I was thinking at first that was like, how would you know that 100 miles per hour? But they were driving a car and they were trying to get away from it. So I'm assuming it's a little bit more. They probably read their speedometer. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit easier to calculate than a wingspan, I feel like. Yes, it is. So they all agreed that the creature was a clumsy runner on the ground. And they knew this because it allegedly chased their vehicle to the outskirts of town in the air and then, quote, scuttled, end quote, into a nearby field and disappeared. In the interview that they did, which, by the way, the article the interview that they did the article that came out was titled couple sees man-sized bird dot 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 creature dot 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 something exclamation point (laughs) nice Uh, there is a quote from mallet that says quote we went downtown turned around and went back and there it was again it seemed to be waiting on us it apparently is afraid of light and maybe it thought it was scaring us off end quote at first, reporters were skeptical. In the papers, they called the Mothman a bird and a mysterious creature. However, they did print Mallet's description, quote, it was like a man with wings, end quote. Wow. And fun fact, Mothman's name was coined by an anonymous editor for a magazine who published an article with the name Mothman, and it's thought that he got the name from Batman, which was a popular TV show at the time. With Adam West. Mm-hmm. Um, but why Moth? I really don't know. Because it hasn't acted like a moth. Nope. It has it's wings. Not. That's pretty much. Well, and it's, I think, a, no, no. Never mind. Disregard. I not even gonna say what it's gonna say because it's stupid moving on it also has red eyes which i don't know if that's a mothy thing i don't know i just i don't know i think this name should be evaluated i mean i think it's a cool name though it's stuck yeah but it ran away from the light they were saying in one of the sources that at first it was called uh birdman and it didn't stick for whatever reason. So Because Birdman sounds stupid. <laughs> it does. <laughs> On November 16th, Mr. and Mrs. Raymond Wamsley, and sorry to the Wamsleys, but every time I read it, I was like, Can someone call the Wambulance? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of just Wham. <laughs> um. Okay, so Mr. and Mrs. Raymond Wamsley with Mrs. Marcella Bennett and her infant daughter, Tina, were on their way to visit some friends, Ralph and Virginia Thomas. The Thomas family lived near the TNT area, which is what they called the area with the munitions site. When they arrived at the Thomas's house, they realized that they weren't home. So they stayed and chatted with the Thomas's children. So... I have no idea how old they were, but it was also the 1960s. If you're scared that they were small children, people left their little kids unattended all the time. They were probably like so, two. Yeah, I don't know. I know there, I think there was three children, so I don't know their age ranges. Anyway, they talked with them for a bit and then they decided to go back to the car. As they were walking to the car, a large figure rose from behind it. 
Marcella said it was big and gray and larger than a man and had, quote, terrible glowing red eyes, end quote. It scared her so bad that she accidentally dropped her daughter and then (laughs) trip and fall on her. This reminds me of you. (laughs) Hey, hey now, hey now. Hey, okay. I don't give you crap for it because I was there and I understand. You can leave your child with me at any point. (laughs) Guys, I abandoned my one-year-old son in an aviary wasn't it in a yeah in an aviary in the kansas city zoo because (laughs) there was a wasp it was awesome from one side of the aviary (laughs) all the way to the other side of the aviary and just left my child there it's cool though because i was standing right next to her and she knew that i got i got jamie i wouldn't let it hurt him it it i'll never live it down but anyway it's awesome so yeah she dropped her child and then she tripped over her child and that's way worse (laughs) yeah raymond wamsley he's really the hero of the story because he picked up the baby who was thankfully not hurt and he pretty much grabbed marcella and his wife and they ran he made them run back to the house so they claim that from inside the house they heard a noise on the porch and when they looked in that direction they saw two glowing red eyes in the window staring into the house they called the police and by that time or by that time when the police showed up by that time (laughs) by the the time they showed up yeah yes (laughs) there you go by the time the police showed up that's what i wrote (laughs) I just can't read my own notes. (laughs) I do that. So Mothman has even been accused of stealing a man's dog named Bandit. Bandit. Yeah. The story was told in John Keel's book titled The Mothman Prophecies, which was written in 1975. And he talks about a German shepherd named Bandit who ran off into the woods after two glowing red circles and was never seen again. more and more sightings were reported in the point pleasant area over the next year as the legend of the mothman took shape and as i was looking into mothman i found the best article i've ever read in my entire life and it was written by uh, (laughs) npr.org where they treated mothman like a case file and so everything's written in like that case file kind of way. And I wanted to share a snippet of it with you because it had me laughing so freaking hard. It was amazing. So I'm just going to read this little tidbit. But if you guys want a good laugh and information, because it has information in it, I really suggest that you go read this article. I have it in the sources, of course. So <laughs> the sources, quote, of course, <clears throat> the sources, of course. Quote, physical characteristics, size and shape, between 6 and 10 feet tall, uh, 10-foot plus wingspan, species it's been compared to, a big owl, (laughs) a pterosaur, a bat, eye color, red eyes, green eyes, yellow eyes, and orange eyes have all been reported, probably all the other colors too. (laughs) 
other reported features, fur, leather-like skin, bat wings, no neck. Possibly confused with a barred owl, a shite poke, which is another type of heron. I looked it up because I was like, what the fuck's a shit poke? <laughs> shite poke. <laughs> a shite poke. A sandhill crane, a drone costume, another Chicago cryptid. Behavior. Screaming. Flying <laughs> toward lake. Disappearing. Going real fast. <laughs> portending. Looking at people with eyeballs. Oh, nice. Diet. <laughs> Diet. Mothman was alleged to have eaten a German shepherd belonging to Newell Partridge of Salem, West Virginia in 1967. It is unclear if they eat German shepherds exclusively or rather just <laughs> the pets of Newell Partridge. <laughs> so that's from their website. So I really suggest you look at that because it was hilarious <laughs> sounds pretty funny after the couple's story of seeing mothman near the munitions site people began to go there every night in hopes to see it too the munitions site is a very creepy place the buildings are all overgrown with vegetation and there are a few dome-shaped buildings that remind me of hobbit houses oh so it definitely gave off a spooky vibe at night to people who went to see Mothman. Police and firefighters were actually sent out there to keep watch over people for their safety. I don't think it was so much to keep them safe from Mothman, but from each other. Eventually, the area underwent a lot of environmental testing and was found to have a lot of pollution due to the munitions storage area. What a surprise. Mm-hmm. The population would become or the population, the pollution, <laughs> would become attributed to Mothman sightings. It would also make some people speculate what Mothman actually is, which we will talk about that a little bit later. There is a legend that not long after the reported sightings started happening, that men in black suits began visiting the town. There is a whole thing surrounding the men in black. So don't you worry. I'll be covering them here in a few weeks, actually. Yay. <laughs> that was on my list. Um, so I'm not going to go into them too deep right now. Then, in fact, that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, <laughs> another very interesting story that's often um, in connection with Mothman is an entity known as Indrid Cold who is also known as the Smiling or Grinning Man. It occurred in the same month and year of the initial reports of Mothman, so November 1966. It also happened in West Virginia, but it happened in Parkersburg, not Point Pleasant. And I'm also not going to get into the details of it because I want to cover Indrid Cold separately. So that's exactly what I'm going to do for the next episode. <laughs> so kind of a part two maybe anyway i'm going to take us back now to the silver bridge collapse on december 15th 1967 and how mothman comes into the picture locals claim to have seen mothman flying over the silver bridge and some say he was even sitting on top of it shortly before the bridge collapsed i've heard that a lot yes that's like the huge thing mm -hmm. so after the collapse of the bridge, the sightings of Mothman in Point Pleasant, they abruptly stopped. 
Apparently, though, Mothman has been sighted uh, before several other major disastrous events as well. A few days before April 26th, 1986, in the Soviet Union, an explosion took place during routine systems test. During a routine systems test of reactor four at the Chernobyl nuclear plant, it was the world's worst nuclear disaster. Um, some workers from Chernobyl and the residents in the town of Pripyat. I should have looked that up, but it's. I, I want to say Pripyat claimed to have seen a winged creature flying around on numerous occasions above the town and the nuclear power plant. They claimed the creature resembled a man-like bird with red eyes, and they referred to it as the Black Bird of Chernobyl. Mm. During 9-11, there were rumors that people spotted a crane-like creature near the Twin Towers, five days prior to the terrorist attack. A quote from theportalist.com states, quote, it had been 31 years since any such sighting of Mothman in North America. On the day of the horrific attack, Mothman was reported to have appeared again, some claiming they could see his face through clouds of smoke and debris, end quote. But why does he suddenly look like a crane? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. Okay. I have it. Okay. Mothman was also sighted during another bridge collapse on August 1st, 2007. A bridge on Interstate 35 in Minneapolis, Minnesota caved at its center. 13 people died and 145 were injured during its collapse. Mm. If bridges weren't terrifying enough. <laughs> That's pretty recent, I feel like. Yeah, it is. 2007. Oh, 17. Ooh, maybe it's not that recent then. Maybe it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> On April 10th, 2009, in a town called La Junta in the Mexican state of Chihuahua, <laughs> they started seeing a very tall and hairy creature with huge wings and wide bloodshot eyes. During this time, the area began to see an increase in swine flu cases tied to the ongoing 2009 outbreak. It's really funny because... Um, here in Colorado, there's a town called La Junta. Mm -hmm. And then I know somebody here that was born in Chihuahua. And I never knew Chihuahua was a, a place in Mexico. Like, I knew I it was did. Mexican. I knew it was a place, but I don't know why. But I know that I have the same reaction every time I hear it. To <laughs> laugh. I know. It's a little tiny dog. In 2017, 55 people reported seeing Mothman in Chicago. So this is like the largest collective. I didn't know theme. there were any sightings this recent. Uh, yeah. Yep. So in a Vice article, side note, I know a lot of people make fun of Vice articles, but I've always liked them. Just my opinion. Of what articles? Vice. Oh, like the channel? <laughs> well they do they do stories and they they also do like little mini documentaries and stuff like mm -hmm. that and i mean some of their subjects matter is like out there kind of but i've 
they always put like a lot of detail into their stuff. I don't know. I really like them. But every time I read an article from them that's posted on Facebook, there are like hundreds of comments saying how crappy Vice is and that they're a joke. And I'm like, I like them. <laughs> so never even heard of them other than like a channel called Vice. Oh, I don't know if those are the same things or not. I don't either. <laughs> But um, anyway, they spoke with a man named John Amatrano, who was working on a Friday night doing security for a place called The Owl. And he said he saw a plane in the sky and also something moving, quote, really awkwardly under it, end quote. He's also quoted as saying, it didn't look like a bat so much as what illustrations of pterodactyls look like with the slenderness of its head and its wing shape. I know what birds are and what bats look like. This thing didn't have any feathers or fur and it didn't fly like anything I've ever seen, end quote. He also described it as having muscular legs, a jutting tailbone, and a human-like shape. Before you ask why he didn't take a video or a picture of it, in the article he says he remembers thinking it was the worst time to have his phone charging. (laughs) The other accounts described it as a, quote, large black bat-like being with glowing red eyes or a big owl or gothic gargoyle and lastly, Mothman. Okay, why didn't anybody else take a picture? I don't know. I think there were a few pictures. I don't know from the Chicago one actually specifically, but I know there are another sighting i'm gonna mention that they did take pictures so some said it was dropping onto hoods of cars peeping in people's windows and swooping down uh at bystanders this does not sound like the mothman we know (laughs) the vice article also goes on to say that john contacted lawn try on yeah (laughs) john contacted lawn strickler who was compiling all the sightings in Chicago on his website. And I actually found that website before I found the Vice article mentioning him. And I was reading all the eyewitness accounts, but I won't mention a single one of them on here though, unless I see them on another source because boy, oh boy, does he have a long ass copyright notice at the bottom of his website. And I am scared to even say his name or mention one thing (laughs) from it in case he comes at us so whatever he has on his website yeah well i'm not like literally didn't mention you, nothing you said that his I name you said his name i did say his name and i'm about i'm gonna say his name again oh no he's coming for us <laughs> so i also found an article that talks about a 17 year united states postal service veteran she who saw a tall red-eyed winged creature after work at Chicago O'Hare International Airport. Apparently, the postal worker contacted Manuel Navarrete of UFO Clearinghouse to tell her story. (laughs) I know. Just wait. Just wait. So here's her quote. It's kind of long, but it's what she said. So, quote, I had just left work at the USPS sorting facility at O'Hare Airport at about 11 p.m. on Thursday, the 24th of September, and was walking out to my car when I saw something standing at the far end of the parking lot where I usually park. At first, I thought it was a very tall person with a long coat. 
As I got closer to my car, I unlocked my car, which usually, or sorry, which caused my headlights to come on. My headlights hit the person standing about 20 to 25 feet from my car, causing it to turn and look right at me. I saw that this was not some person, but some red-eyed creature, and what appeared to be a coat were actually wings, which it spread out as it turned to look at me. At first, I thought it was some kind of very, very large bird, but I've never seen any bird that stood almost seven feet tall. I'm five foot four, and this thing looked taller than me by at least two feet. This thing then started making some type of chirping sound, almost a half chirp and a half click, like someone was clicking their tongue, but much, much faster. It then made some type of screeching sound and took off running towards me. It got to within 10 feet of me and took off into the air and flew above me. I was screaming hysterically as I crouched down behind my car's open door and I dived into my car headfirst. I was in a near panic as I tried to start the car, close and lock the doors, and turn on my interior lights. I started my car and took off uh, out of the parking lot and flew down the road till I hit the main road. I got home and told my husband, who also works at the same facility, and he was the one who told me about the sightings of this thing. I was scared shitless and hope I never see this thing again. This thing is roaming around the area, scaring people half to death. I hope the airport people decide to do something about this thing someday. End quote. Okay. Yeah. So what, what are come the on, airport people going to do? Yeah, seriously, get on it. Also, if you're wondering what UFO clearinghouse is. Yes, I sure am. <laughs> I think it's the name of the website because oh, they had a link to it and I clicked on it. And so Lon Strickler also owns that website. Oh. And it's another website where people are submitting their stories. So don't come at me because I read this off of a different website <laughs> that put put you as their source. And so yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> um <laughs> I found an article published on November 21st, 2016, that said that some hunters in Mason County, West Virginia, were hunting deer in the woods when one of the men who was driving along State Route 2 saw something jumping from tree to tree. So he pulled over and he started taking some pictures. The picture, like, there's a couple pictures. One of them is pretty clear, but, like, no details of it. It's, like, blacked out almost, like, a shadow but you can see like its side profile Mm. it looks like a man free falling with wings kind of but i'd also like to point out it looks like a very large owl i don't know if you've ever seen like what an owl looks like when they lay down how they lay like face first with their legs outstretched have you ever seen that I have never seen that. (laughs) Look at it. It's freaking creepy and they look dead. But that's what it looks like. It looks like it has its legs like straight out behind it and Mm -hmm. it's like face down. Weird. I don't know. I've seen them stand. That's creepy. Their legs are so long. Yeah. That. Yeah. But just imagine that like laying down. Mm -hmm. Weird. 
So whoever took these photos and did this interview refused to do like an on-camera interview and they did not mention his name. Hmm. I don't know. So what is Mothman? There's a theory that Mothman and Indrid Cold both have to do with UFO sightings and extraterrestrials. Cool. Um, and we will definitely dive more into that for the Indrid Colds episode. I'm not going to talk about that on here. But remember how I talked about the pollution found at the mun- munition site earlier? Yes. Some people believe that he is a mutation from the pollution, while others believe that he escaped from a secret government experiment. I've heard that, that was one. held there. Mm-hmm. Another interesting theory is that Mothman is actually a sandhill crane. Sandhill cranes have actually been spotted in West Virginia, so it's not like some bird that's never been there before. Um, they have a wingspan of five to seven feet, and they can be two or three, or sorry, three or four feet tall. But they also have bright red patches on either side of their face. Mm, so that looks like thinking, giant eyes. Yes, that it's like red giant glowing eyes, but so they don't really glow. So I don't know. Yeah. So with the Sandhill crane theory, there's also a theory that they believe it could be a mutated Sandhill crane. Oh. Also from the munition site. Possibly. And there's also another bird theory that it might be owls. So more specifically, barred owls because they are notorious for their eye shine. Apparently they have extra blood vessels in their eyes that make their eyes glow red more predominantly than other species. I've never heard that, but okay. Me neither. But it was on a PBS documentary, so I trust it. Oh, and then there was one story that a kid at the time dressed up in a Halloween costume and was jumping out at passing cars. That'd be awesome. And so then people were like, it's Mothman. <laughs> and so by this theory, Mothman is a giant hoax. So Yeah. yeah. Um, but this one seems really prevalent that I found in like almost all the sources. So this theory is that he is a paranormal entity and not a cryptid. While some people think he is an evil entity that brings on disastrous occurrences and death, other people think that he is more of a warning that something bad is going to happen. He was seen before all of the horrible incidents I mentioned earlier and near the bridge before it collapsed. Yeah. I found an article titled, quote, The Legend of Mothman, Paranormal West Virginia, written by Shayla Klein. That has a quote from a man named Jason Burns, who she listed as a West Virginia storyteller, that I think sums it up pretty well. He says, quote, I think probably most people see him as more of a villain, but honestly, he could be both. And in many ways, he is both because there's no actual proof that he caused the collapse. He could have just been saying, hey, it's going to happen. Look out. I'm on the bridge pointing out the break. End quote. 
So I was looking on Reddit for some firsthand encounters with Mothman and I found one that stuck out to me. I'm realizing that Reddit is like the best. You know, we have a Reddit account. I did not know that. See, Amy handles all these social things and I do not. Yeah, except that uh, I get distracted really easy on Reddit and just end up on like Buffy sites. (laughs) Seriously, I love Reddit. I just, I really do. And it's because of things that I'm about to read to you. Like in the last time I read a Reddit thread, I just love them. They give me life. So, well, you can sign in um, and comment on them if you want to. Oh, I don't want to. I want to read everybody else's (laughs) comments on it. (laughs) So like I said, I was on Reddit looking for some firsthand encounters with Mothman. Um, I found one that really stuck out to me. One, because in a lot of sources, it's claimed that Mothman has never physically hurt someone. Mm -hmm. Two, because it happened in Colorado. And three, because one of the comments on the post cracked me up. So... (laughs) The post was written by user transgirlmew69, and it says, quote, I think Mothman was in Colorado because I swear I got attacked by something with large glowing red eyes near Cheyenne Mountain. Side note, Cheyenne Mountain is in Colorado Springs. (laughs) Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Had a curved head and a dark shadowy face. I heard a strange roar sound coming from behind me from the creature so if this was mothman that attacked me he flew all the way from colorado to chicago and maybe coming here to north carolina or back to west virginia whatever it was that attacked me was right before i nearly died of a car wreck between me and a car i was putting i i was put in a week-long coma on life support in critical condition But I'm back and out with no brain damage. I can show an article proving it was me during the crash. I just wish wish I knew what it was that attacked me on the night of November 2nd, 2021. Didn't look or sound like a bear. End quote. Now, the comment that cracked me up was posted by Skeptical Bob. And it says, quote, When you say attacked, do you mean you had an encounter that involved the thing physically attacking? Was the creature in the air? Did it have wings? If neither of those are yes, I'd be more inclined to think you encountered an aggressive male Sasquatch. End quote. (laughs) Trans girl Mew69 replies and says, I didn't see wings and it wasn't in the air, but it physically attacked me. It damaged my coat which I can show you. It's weird because part of the coat appears to be burnt, like something burned a part of my coat. Then Skeptical Bob says, that's pretty crazy and I have no idea what it was. (laughs) Trans Girl Mew 69 says, yeah, me either. I've had so many people try to tell me it was Sasquatch or Mothman, but I didn't see wings. However, I did see red fur. So I don't know. Maybe Sasquatch. Then again, I've never heard of Sasquatch attacking people unless to throw rocks at people to protect their homes. Also, never heard of Sasquatch being able to burn material. But then again, it may be of supernatural extraterrestrial origin. So you never know. The eyes, though, looked more like Mothman's eyes. 
huge and glowing red. The face was curved and short and shadowy. I saw long, skinny, curved claws, too. So I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what it really was that attacked me. Sasquatch, Mothman, or some other kind of creature. Then a new person with the username Programming Wiz simply comments, Mothman doesn't attack people. Might have been the Jersey Devil. <laughs> so we got in a regular Colorado. old whodunit here mm-hmm. in Colorado. Um, obviously, Mothman is all over pop culture. Mm-hmm. So many things that it would take me 10 years to list them out. But I will say that the Mothman Prophecies movie starring Richard Gere and Laura Linney that came out in uh, 2002 was based off the book I mentioned earlier titled The Same Thing, written by John Keel and published in 1975. They do say that John Keel, who was an American journalist and UFOologist, took a lot of creative liberties while writing the book and in one source... (laughs) who actually did read the book, said it was more about UFOs and the men in black than Mothman. Mm. Obviously, the best pop culture reference, however, is Fallout 76. Oh, definitely. And (laughs) fun fact, there was a petition in 2020 to replace all the Confederate statues in America with Mothman statues. (laughs) I would be so down for that. Oh, yeah. And lastly, there is also a Mothman Museum in Point Pleasant and a Mothman Festival, because of course there is. So what do you think about Mothman? You didn't mention that both of the states involved uh, with the bridge incident fight over who has the rights to Mothman. They do? I did not see that in anything that I read, but that is Uh, hilarious. That is one thing that I have seen a lot of is... They're just like, Mothman's in this state and Mothman's in this state. And nah. <laughs> I was seeing a lot of like, this is going to sound weird, but I was seeing like a lot of like fan fiction art, like trying doing to make Mothman things. like, not, I didn't see anything doing dirty things, but trying to make him handsome, I guess. Like romantically, <laughs> and also cute, fuzzy, like stuffed Mothman. Yeah, I've seen lots I saw of those. a lot of those. A lot of uh, people on Instagram have adorable Mothman stuff. I know my friend Katie was showing me a really cute Mothman stuffed animal, and I was like, I really want that. <laughs> um, I feel really bad for Bandit. And I think I we should have recognized that that poor person lost their dog. They did. But at the same time, we we don't know if it's true. Well, either way, he probably lost his animal. He probably did. Whether it was to bad. a mothman or just because he let it off a leash or something. But that just sucks. Also, a thought that struck me, I saw it in one of the articles I read, they were saying that, well, they were questioning, was the Mothman in Chicago a subspecies of Mothman or just another Mothman? Like, it always comes to this. Like, people think there's just one. Yep. I was thinking, well, if it is extraterrestrial, 
then I'm sure that they, you know, if they figured out galaxy travel like that, they've mm-hmm. probably figured out time travel and they can just pop up wherever in time. It's the same one. But if it's not extraterrestrial, then it definitely has to be like uh animal. Like, yeah, like a spawn of another Mothman. Or, you know, right. two animals doing the dirty made it. <laughs> what was it? A moth and a bat? Or a moth and a bird? Well, it wasn't a chimp and an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, let us know what you think. Um, have you seen Mothman? Were you in the Point Pleasant area, like, around that time? Have you been to the festival? Did you like it? Any story doesn't even have to be about Mothman. You could send us about what you had for lunch yesterday if you felt like it. Uh, was it a possessed burrito? With <laughs> it was afterwards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it possessed something. That's for sure. You can send those lovely stories to us at our email. This is legendpod at gmail.com. Then we also have our website, thisislegendpod.com, where you can submit fun things. And we have our social medias, Insta, Facebook, TikTok. Also, like I mentioned, we do have a Reddit account, and I do go to the Buffy pages a lot with our (laughs) podcast Reddit account. (laughs) So keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.